0: All right, uh, Ari. It's you know what I got to tell you. It's hard to even know where to begin these days. Um, it is. Uh, we're seeing the destruction of our country. Um, these riots, which continue, by the way, it's not completely uh, over at all. There is this. Uh, I guess I want to cover at least two things. One is this. This. Have you seen this kneeling where people are kneeling and kissing the feet of uh, this or that black person in order to show them, you know, how they they are prostrating themselves in order to show that they, they feel so badly about whatever's happened and they're going to do that. So I know that it looks really fun, everyone, to do that. Um, it must be just a kick in the pants. Uh, but it doesn't, generally speaking, end well, at least from a historical perspective. I'm just saying, you know, don't do it all the time, okay? Because at some point you're doing it voluntarily now. Uh, you may be doing it involuntarily later, okay? Okay.
1: Just food for thought. As Reagan said, and I think this is a good way to, good rule to live by, uh, it's better to die on your feet than to live on your knees in chains and slavery. Yes, that was attributed to many different people. That's true. Uh, and it, it is
0: true, of course. People, people I mean, look, I, Facebook uh, posted a comment to say, look, I'm against kneeling of all kinds, <laughs> right? Whether it's the cop kneeling on uh, the uh, George Floyd guy, or uh, kneeling in front of anyone else uh, in order to show how sorry you are. No, you kneel only before God. It's as simple as that, okay? We are humans. We do not kneel before other humans, period, and a story. Thanks very much. Have a nice day. And yet these people think that, that's the, that, that this is somehow going, somehow going to satisfy, mollify the Black Lives Matter movement, which has become quite radical, uh, or anybody for that matter, Uh, that this is going to, oh, look, all these people have kneeled in front of us. I guess we're okay. Let's go back to our regular day jobs, and everyone's going to be good, and and there's a whole new kumbaya experience that everyone is now feeling. Okay, not so. It's only going to embolden more anger, more rioting, more you name it. Okay, so, look, this is the country that is now arresting people, uh, feeling comfortable uh, arresting people, for surfing in uh, whatever, the, uh, the what do you call it, the, the, the Malibu area, right? This guy who's doing nothing but just surfing for crying out loud. And the police are waiting for him because, you know, he's not socially distancing.
1: Even though he was socially distancing by over 300 yards. Yeah, I mean, he was the ultimate social distancing, <laughs> right. right? I
0: mean, it's, he's probably better off than, than walking around his own streets in, in his neighborhood, but he's allowed to do that. But, uh, and then when there's rioting going on, that is uh, totally acceptable. Uh, even de Blasio recently said this. He said, well, you know, don't even give me a comparison between church attendance um, and uh, going, uh, going to work and rioting because, you know, uh, protesting, he said. Protesting is so, such an important value. But not church, as you understand. You know, praying to God, that's not apparently uh, allotted value as uh, protesting is. Okay, I think you got it backwards, my friend. Uh, And and P.S., COVID doesn't give a crap Whether you're protesting Or whether you're praying Or getting together to get some donuts It's just not It doesn't matter But it apparently does matter to de Blasio And because he's so righteous about it um, it's okay to uh, to to infect the, the whole civilization. When there's a second wave, they'll blame everyone.
1: Yeah, and by the way, to just bl- remind everyone, De Blasio is the guy you talked about the the paddleboarder arrested off of Malibu that was in March. But De Blasio was the guy who, after beaches were opening and all over all over the country, said. If you go swimming at the beach next week in the New York area, we'll pull you from the water. Yeah, We'll love pull that. you from the water. But they burn police vehicles. They they burn businesses. They destroy monuments and nothing. He stands, I mean, kneels with them. Right. It's you know, pathetic. In solidarity with them. It's with people doing... Unbelievable level of, uh, I, it's not even a crime. It's attack on all that is good and holy. But, but a, a, a swimmer violates his dictate, and then he, like Garcetti, like Newsom, is willing to show strength. Well, it's yeah. always easier to go after those people. <laughs> the that, law-abiding, you mean?
0: <laughs> the law-abiding that you yeah. know will, will not respond in, a, in an aggressive way. So, so go after them. You know, that's why uh, they go after the Jews, because we, we tend not to go rioting after it if, if we're mistreating. Yeah, sure, we write editorials. Yeah, sure, we, we go to the newspapers and hope that they'll publish the stories. <laughs> they don't give a crap, of course, but nevertheless, anti-Semitism, that's why anti-Semitism thrives. Uh, and, but likewise, about Republicans, generally speaking, you can go arrest Republicans uh, and, and arrest them while they congregate in a church or in a synagogue because they're not going to start rioting. When was the last riot you saw from, from the Republicans? Never. Never. It just doesn't happen, because we are law-abiding and such. But you know, they want to make clear that somehow we're the ones agitating all these riots. I mean, it's, it's the worst of all worlds. So they're the ones committing these horrific crimes, and then they get to blame the Republicans somehow.
1: While they give the rioters a pass. A right. perfect example is, remember the, that beach photo out of Newport Beach that Gavin Newsom saw? I said, it disturbed me. Notice it didn't disturb him when that building in the Fairfax district on Melrose went up in flames or the cop cars were hit with Molotov cocktails or that synagogue was torched. We that are, didn't yeah, disturb right.
0: him. We are going to enforce the laws uh, unless you disagree with them and fight back. That's, that's essentially the, the rule of law in California right now. And, and we, you have to be able to give the police the confidence uh, that you will be that they will be backed up by the mayor and the governor for that matter and not be uh, lambasted chastised and uh, d- demonized for simply doing their effing job and that's not that's not the order now so it's creating a, a level of uncertainty that is so damaging and so dangerous look we say that the the greatest threat to an economy is uncertainty right that is that is the it, it is such a um, and approach toward um, the economy. If, if you are injecting uncertainty into the economy, you will have a bad economy. That's what happened with FDR's New Deal. Um, anytime there's been a major recession that's lasted uh, more than a year, there's something about uncertainty in the equation, okay? But the depression was the best example of that. Okay, uh, the same thing, what, what happens when you inject uncertainty into law enforcement? when you when you know that the police will enforce certain rules against certain people
1: at certain, certain times at certain times <laughs> but
0: they will not enforce other things uh, you know certain laws or, or even the same laws against other people at other times
1: yeah and the you know, you know, and what? the rules are clear you well,
0: no, that's the yeah. point the rules are clear yeah. you don't get to riot you don't get to loot that's it's called stealing all right, and, and yeah. it's called murder, and uh, you know rape and all those things, but it's it's just not enforced, and if you if you don't enforce it because somehow it was the it was uh, you know give them room to destroy time, right? It's like romper room time. We get to play because you know everyone else is doing it. Therefore, I should not have to be held in jail, and 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 then the sentencing, the enforcement part. Even if they do arrest them. Then they're held in jail, and then depending on the state you're in, you might be released on your own uh, recognizance, but, you know, uh, i.e., without bail, because you know that's the that's the new law.
1: Yeah, or the activist de- district attorney in new- in Los Angeles, New York, or San Francisco or Dallas says, uh, "I'm not going to prosecute any of the rioters." Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me, Why should they? Let me ask you a legal-ish question. Do you agree with me that uh, the the forces charged with guarding the domestic tranquility in the civil society should shoot looters on sight? I believe they should.
0: Well, no, I don't believe in that. Um, i shoot them in the leg, maybe Joe Biden would say.
1: Yeah, well, it's a deadly force. Deadly, well, it, a deadly it, force is deadly force. Well, it
0: certainly would stop the looting right away. That's the point. Okay. No, I, I don't believe in that. Um, that is very dangerous. However, I do think that they should immediately... I, I think the police should have a lot more discretion in grabbing people and uh, you know, forcing them down to the ground and arresting them immediately. Uh, yes, and, and we need just strong enforcement about that. And if, if looters know that there's a good chance they're going, they're going to be arrested, and not only that, but actually incarcerated for, for a good long period of time, regardless of the circumstances under which they were looting then uh, you'll have um, less chance of it looting. But, look, it's, it's a bottom line. It's, it's so basic. If you don't enforce the laws, you'll get people violating those laws.
1: Okay? Yeah, the reason I mention that is because in the L.A. riots, the looting only stopped when the Korean shop owners actually shot back. Oh, I, I, I understand that. I
0: understand and that. But, they, but wait, 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 hold on. We're talking about police and such. Uh, likewise, with the uh, the traffic, uh, the speed limit, or whatever it is, if you do not enforce the uh, the speed limits, you will get people that will speed. That's the way it is. I mean, it, and even then, it, you know, we know that the the real speed limit, when it says sixty five, um, is uh, going to be seventy five, right? That's the way it is, um, and. I, You know, I, I have a big problem with that, I, you know, if you, and that people don't understand this basic uh, phenomenon that people will observe the law if they, if you enforce the law. That's it. That's It's as simple as that. Uh, but w- w- we live in this strange time. Okay, so now let me make another comparison, something I, I an observation I, I made the other day, and it, it, it's kind of taken off on Facebook. It's been very interesting. When... 9-11 happened, or for that matter, anytime there is a major terrorist attack, uh, you know, perpetrated by a Muslim, uh, whether that's a one-guy thing or an organized thing or regardless, right? What happens, right? The first thing that happens is everyone says, oh, well, this is just a... Uh, random, one-off sort of thing. The vast majority of Muslims are peace-loving and they're an integral part of American society and we we embrace them and we start hugging them and everything else, right? Yeah, the lone wolf. Yeah, it's a lone uh, wolf sort of situation. And not only that, but we have to worry about the backlash against Muslims themselves, right? That's the number one thing. Race to, to be concerned about the backlash. Okay. When a cop one cup. Oh,
1: good point. All right?
0: <laughs> Does one thing <laughs> and Every cop,
1: regardless of backlash, yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: Every single—it's a reflection in all cops.
1: Every cop, right, and all white people. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And And, everyone in problem. Oh, that's right. Capitalism—it
0: goes beyond just the cops. It goes not not just to all cops, but to all white people and and systemic racism and everything else. And And
1: Candace Owens, don't forget her. Oh yeah, even black people too. So,
0: So, so, so that. I mean, it's it's breathtaking that people don't see the comparison here. It's okay to generalize about all cops, right? <laughs> but it's not okay to generalize about Muslims. I mean, and by the way, there's far more terrorist activity, and one can make an argument that the Quran and otherwise, which you know, there's there's a lot of preaching of hate there, uh, is a very uh, can, can be a destructive vehicle, right? I mean, there are many good Muslims. Don't get me wrong, but boy, oh boy, I mean, you. The, the, the comparison is so obvious here and yet, and people don't even, they, they, they don't I, 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 what's the expression I want to say? They don't even take a sidestep, to consider the, the comparison.
1: Yeah, but me, you know it's like, these,
0: these are the same people yeah. if, it, if, if it were, just to use an example, if a cop were to kill the same number of people as happened in, um, you know, one of these random shootings, like in San Bernardino Let's say some random cop went in there and they happened to be all black. Let's say, he killed and he 20 kills black people, twenty black people in San Bernardino exactly the same way. They would rightly say, you know, this guy is a monster and such like that. But they would wrongly say that that this is applicable to all cops. Yeah, it's, due
1: to systemic racism and and inherent bias within police training. Right, right. In so, other words, there's something wrong with the text. The police study that gets them to, in other words, we've—they never find the Koran as the motive, right. In those, but suddenly every police training manual becomes the Koran, i.e., for them, i.e., the uh, the motive, right? Right, and
0: it's and it's all from the endemic, uh, systemic, uh, systematic—all <laughs> those nice words that they want to throw in there. Yeah, racism of America, and it starts from 1619, don't you know? Yeah. And, and it's really, it's quite, quite offensive that people can't see these comparisons. Uh, and, I, and I posted this, and I the, the responses I got have been very interesting. Like, the, the leftists, they just cannot answer
1: that. Of course they not. They just cannot. You, you hit them right where, uh, there, there's a saying that hell is the place that God isn't, right? Of course. And uh, what you've done is you've taken... Subject matter to an area of processing that their brain doesn't go. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, it's like imagine someone who's colorblind, and they can't see some color. Right. You know, one of the primary colors, right. red, blue, or or yellow. Yeah, however, it works. And right. you've taken them to see Mondrians, which are all red, blue, and yellow, and said, so "Look at these," and they don't understand them. Yeah. Because they can't see it. <laughs> it is it is shocking
0: to. To see, I mean, look, even, even today, um, I have a very good friend who is a Facebook friend. He's very liberal. Uh, he's about my age. My age. Uh, he went to a very good law school. He's black. Um, and we talked. I mean, he, he, he proudly showed how there's a petition going around to declare the KKK a terrorist organization, which it is. Of course, already, already, and, but right. I mean, it's it's certainly been um, diluted to such a point, or it's been so um, decimated that it's it's not really an existing organization. Yeah, it's virtually non-existent. It's virtually non-existent. Indeed. But but you know, yeah. no doubt there's a couple of uh, you know wackos out there, lone
1: wolves. Yeah, who yeah.
0: live in a basement somewhere with <laughs> right. their mom and dad. And anyway, the, the South will rise again. You know that those those kind of people. So anyway. Uh, and he's all proud about that, and he says, okay, as if, you know, that there's KKK everywhere. Um, and I wrote back saying, oh, well, this is great. I agree with it, and labeling them a terrorist organization if they haven't already been, um, because, you know, this would make it the second Democrat-sponsored uh, militant and terrorist organization declared to be a terrorist in the past month, along with Antifa. So he he went apoplectic. He just said, "No, it's a, it's let's you know the the Republicans. Whatever happened in the old days, it's now the Republicans are the ones that are are the monsters." And I wrote back and I said, "I just don't see the connection here. I mean, historically, the Republicans have always been the, the pro-black, pro-minority uh, group uh, that have actually done things for the minorities, and the Democrats have always been racist uh, enterprise." Their tactics have changed, and that's about it and he got very insulted and he said don't don't insult my ancestors who tell me about the, how the, you know the Democrats supported them and I said, okay whatever so I, they, they always say they, they always say like that the, the Democrats and Republicans have switched right and so uh, presumably sometime in the late 60s, or late 70s can I can I just ask you Ari, and, and take your time please was there some sort of meeting between the Democrats and the Republicans where they said, "You know what, we we, we want to be like you, and you want to be like us. So let's switch." You know, it's like like a transgender couple, right? They decide that the man wants to be a woman, the woman wants to be a man, and so they both have you know, an agreement that they will both, uh, you know, go through the sex change operation, respectively. Yeah, you're, and, a... and then and then yeah. you know he'll be on to, you know, he oh. will be the one now uh, being the the man. Uh, and she'll be the woman, and, and it used to be the other way around. But that's cool. Is that, that is that the way it works? Oh my, Was there a surgery analogy, of some kind
1: that it, I don't know about? Is, Wait, the I, I mean, is really. no, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but but your analogy is so brilliant in this way, and I think this is so brilliant. You may have overlooked it at the moment until I remind you of it. How often are we told about transgenders, gays, feminists, any person of a sexual orientation? alternative that only they will tell us what they are and how dare we pronoun violate right. and label them as such yes. that they yes, may not be.
0: exactly right.
1: Except in this case. Only in this case, no matter what a Republican says, us, that no, 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 the KKK was an anti-Christian, anti-black, anti-Republican organization, considered the Democrat Party's terrorist wing, and the Democrats have been hating on on blacks and everyone else, time immemorial, and no, we didn't switch. Yeah, you did. No, no, (laughs) I'll identify me. Right, exactly right. You don't identify me, I will. Well, I will tell you what I'm all I'm with about. you on
0: that. But uh, uh, getting back to the, the great meeting with a capital M. Yeah, it didn't I, happen. I mean, wait, how, tell me what it looks like. Tell me exactly when it happened. The party switched, you say. Okay, explain to that. Explain me that, Lucy. Okay, explain me, Lucy. Where and when did that happen? And of course, they can't find it. Now, Dinesh D'Souza um, addresses this brilliantly in one of his uh, videos PragerU, but he also talked about it on, on one of his uh, great books. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's so plain as day. I mean, you, you just can't make this stuff up. But I guess it's such a bold lie on the part of the Democrats that they basically have to confront the reality that they are and have been a racist enterprise for so long they can't justify it anymore, so they simply say, "Well, uh, we are you, and now you are us, and uh, that's the way it is." So we're the good guys now, right? It's 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 like a it's like one of those soap operas. I remember Melrose Place, where they kept on switching who the good guy was. Yeah, who's know, every, sleeping with who? Yeah, was, but 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 this week it was Amanda who was the, the the crazy bitch, and next the next week she's wonderful, and it, it was really mind blowing and very confusing at times. And that's the way that Democrats are playing it. Now, we Republicans, by contrast, know that we've been consistent throughout these, oh, shall we say, almost two centuries now. Uh, and and very proud of that fact. Um, we are the party that fought against slavery. We are the party that fought for civil rights. We are the party that, that fought for limited government. We are the party that fought against fascism and communism. I mean, it, We have so much to be proud of. And we are the party that that has boosted and, and uh, improved the lives of blacks and, and minorities all over. The Democrats, by contrast, have been the ones that have been Im- manipulating the minorities. They've been, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, disingenuously, but- um, Oppressing? Well, no, no but it, it's disingenuous, so whatever it is. Disingenuously pretending that they were doing great things for minorities while at the same time treating them like crap. It's it's unbelievable. It's it's like the, the abusive uh, husband who beats the, the, his wife, uh, you know, within an inch of her life, and then proclaims how good he is to her. That's that's what it is. And and how I just don't understand it. How somebody could look at the cities, the Democrat-controlled cities,
1: which is every one of them, basically.
0: Well, well sure. I mean, there's some. Every some of one have, of the big ones. Yeah, of the big ones. So you're talking about Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles to a lesser extent, but still Los Angeles, New York to a lesser extent, but still New York, uh, D.C.
1: Yeah, even Houston and Dallas, even in Texas, those big cities are Democrat-controlled, Yeah, uh, running with blight. But,
0: but the more Democrat-controlled, the more time a Democrat has been, or the Democrat Party has been in control of any given city the more guaranteed you are to have blight and horrific crime and uh, just misery for everyone. Yeah. Detroit is the best example.
1: Yeah, Seattle, uh, Minneapolis, Detroit, all of them. Yeah. Cleveland, another great example.
0: But but Seattle, by contrast, for example, had Republicans <clears throat> in the interims. It wasn't like ruled by Democrats for the past 60 or 70 years. There have been, uh, in fact, Republicans along the way. But, but the more Democrats have been the more that disease has infected that body and has ravaged it. So look what's happened to D.C. It's a horrific place. The only reason why it's not even worse is because, you know, it's the seat of, of national government. You know, they have to, have to make it look nice to right. some it's extent. the
1: federal control area yeah. is part of it. Yeah. And, and another thing, though, is how they say the truth while lying. So they'll say something like there's systemic racism, which is nonsense in the the broader sense. But it's not nonsense in their own city. So yeah, there is systemic racism. In the public school systems you run full of minorities, you keep down because you run it as a slush pun for your party and as a way to keep minority students and the masses stupid and voting Democrat. How, How they can justify
0: forcing families to send their kids to only X school in their neighborhood uh, as opposed to giving them the choice when they know how horrific the education system is. And when you talk to a, a Democrat like my friend that I, w- I was referring to, and many others like him, they say, well, this will force the parents to be more on top of the school system. And like, okay, how's that working out for you? It, it's, it's you know That argument has been made for decades, and it clearly does not work. Just like bussing has never worked, and just like uh, affirmative action has never worked. It just doesn't work. Now, I want to move to another topic. Um, And and I really want to understand, because as you know, we always want to see the impact that events have had. We know that the Russian collusion story backfired on Trump. I'm sorry, on on the Democrats who tried to push that story. And that, in fact, Trump will likely gain uh, traction as a result of it. We know that the impeachment effort where the, you know, somehow... Hold on, the what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that this, supposedly he was trying to get, um, uh, tra- trying to extort uh, Ukraine to help him against Biden and such. We know that backfired. We know that the Kavanaugh story back, backfired as well. Uh, we know that the COVID uh, crisis Backfired. Backfired. I mean, look look how well the stock market is doing. It goes back and forth a little bit. But by and large, we're we're getting very close yeah. to where we were in, in early March. And that's backfiring, too. And And he looked fantastic the way he's handling the whole COVID crisis. Uh, and we're going to be okay. We really are going to be okay, especially when the market, you know, all the states reopen. Uh, yes, there might be a virus reinfection rate, but we know a hell of a lot more. And we ain't going to go back. We're not going to close again. I guarantee you that.
1: Right. Okay? And those riots in about two weeks are going to provide total herd humidity. Okay. I mean, Yeah, so. well, that's an interesting point. <laughs> uh, but now, so the riots,
0: wh- how is this going to play out? And hang on. I'm speaking rhetorically for a second, Ari, so don't jump in quite yet. My take is this, that nobody can possibly blame Trump for this, Right. They, even their own arguments, which I don't buy, but their own arguments that this is systemic, endemic racism within the police forces of all the cities and states of America, even if you do that, you can't possibly say, well, that's Trump's fault. I mean, it's, I mean these are states that are run by, uh, by, by Democrat governors and mayors. So they're going to have a—I mean, Trump is going to have a very easy time respond to that, especially when when Biden is confronted and said, and, and and he'll be challenged and asked, "Are you for the dismantling or defunding of police?" And he'll have to say the following: uh, 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 "I I have no idea what to say. Tell me what to say." Trump's
1: racist. That's what. He's, <laughs> that, yeah.
0: But he will not have any uh, any idea. And then and then uh, Cuomo, mockingly refers to Trump as the law and. The law and order guy. I can't even pronounce it because he's such a guy, that's like a strong law and order guy. Uh, and as if that's like a silly thing, this law and order business, right? Uh, yeah, it's everything. People want law and order. They, they, most people are law abiding citizens. Uh, the ones who are looting and screaming and such, they are a very tiny fraction, but they're very noticeable and they get a lot of attention and they would make you think that somehow. Everyone is doing this. They're not. It's a, most of these people are, are kids who live with uh, their parents
1: you right. know, and in, and in the basement pretty, of the house. It's a prepackaged media story. If you're media, you're naturally lazy more than anything else. And what is easier than flying a helicopter over and taking pictures of a bunch of looters and saying it's a story? Oh, yeah, of course. Right? I mean, it's, so, of course, it gets you know, all the publicity right. it needs. So, so, a very simple
0: question is this Does this help? the Trump campaign, or does it help the Biden campaign? Do people think that, well, they should really just vote for Biden because if they vote for Biden, then all this looting will stop, and all this hate (laughs) will stop, and all this division and polarity will stop. Uh, you, that, that's ultimately the game plan right? It's the nuclear option that the Democrats have advanced yeah.
1: As if there wasn't looting and riots In Ferguson, in Baltimore And all these other places during Obama
0: Right, well that's, that's a good point <laughs> so, That's a good point But the but this very simple answer is this And this is what I t- tell all my Democrat friends Listen, I know your playbook Is to be as tantruming as possible And to create accusations uh, Of, you know, treason no less against the president and to declare racism is rampant everywhere and to encourage violence everywhere. But how about this for an idea? Instead of that playbook, which, you know, is a playbook. It's a playbook. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's a tactic. How about this? And just bear with me as I suggest this. How about presenting ideas that might be effective for the average American, right? How about presenting an idea that you think that all Americans will say, I like that idea. I'm going to go with that program.
1: Huh? How about that? Well, that's very difficult because you know, let's, just, let's just go to uh, fantasy land, mm-hmm. not Disneyland's fantasy land, but real fantasy okay. land. Okay, a yeah, real fantasy, and say the Democrats actually could come out and tell Americans what they believed. So let's just see how this would play, Brock. I'm Joe Biden, I'm giving a speech. High-level policy, most important agenda item. I promise in my first 90 days to shift all remaining manufacturing jobs to China.
0: (laughs) And I promise to move the embassy from Jerusalem back to Tel Aviv.
1: And I promise that Iran gets the nuclear weapon that Trump wrongly took from them. Right. And I promise (laughs) total autonomy for Cuba, Venezuela, any other socialist slash communist country in the world. Right. Full weapon support. Full oh, I love it. This that, is brilliant. They can't, he can't say this. Yeah. I promise my son will be in a position of power on every major international corporation board, no matter how much corruption I have to engage in. Yes. I promise jobs and wealth to everyone from the Clinton and Obama administrations. I promise total immunity to censor every American on social media from the tech giants. I, you know, it, he can't say these things. Uh, That's their real agenda. Yeah, of course because it's. otherwise, he has to basically become a Republican and be like Trump and say, well, we're going to tax, cut taxes, slash government, and cut spending, I mean, which are it, the only three things government can do to get out of the way to make a lot thing. better. an interesting
0: thing. The only thing that changed in the 60s uh, to, the ex- mm-hmm. to the extent of change, right, is that Lyndon Johnson decided, hey, I'm really going to push this Civil Rights Act, and I'm going to get behind it, and uh, disingenuously, of course, uh, pretending that they are for the black uh, voter when, in fact, they are going to be keeping them down in the process.
1: Using different means.
0: Different means, yeah. many different means. And and then and then he famously said, uh, you know, I'll have these, you know what, uh, bad word, bad slow word.
1: That starts uh, with a, a certain letter that follows M.
0: Right, okay. Uh, and we'll have them voting for us for the next 200 years. Okay? And you know what? His calculation was right. Um, and he got, you know, a very disingenuously tried to make, you know, tried to, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm being very cynical about this, but he was being very cynical about it too, that, that this was a great way to play the game. And it, it worked for a while. It did change the dynamic of the way the, um, uh, the, the black vote and particularly the, the, the minority votes, generally speaking, and even to a lesser extent, the woman vote um, held and how it advanced forward. I, you know, it worked, but then it started backfiring on them. And the problem is they got stuck in this. They can't offer a program, for example, where they make or they offer more independence and more. And, for, um, and more encouragement of entrepreneurship among blacks. They can't do it because that would be a Republican stance. And it would be in violation of everything that they've ever advanced before. That's
1: right. Whole, and, the, 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 and Trump them beat them to the punch right. with and the promises, all that he did.
0: And, right. And the promises that, that the Democrats have made is more food stamps, more welfare— uh, more handouts of, of whatever kind you can imagine, including affirmative action. Yeah, more
1: blight, more destitution, yes. more drugs. Yeah, and, you and, know?
0: And, and less law enforcement and more, I mean, it's, it's very strange. So, and then, of course, encouraging fatherlessness.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, oh that, boy, what a, a great recipe for success.
0: Yeah, so they, they can't do it. Now that they've, they've gone down that path, and it's, I mean, look, I'm a mountain biker, right? And many times you will realize that, you know what? You weren't down the wrong path. And the, the problem is, many times, is that you've gone downhill the wrong path. So not only are you wasting time going down the wrong path, and now you have to climb up, maybe even a mile. You, you're climbing up. It's very hard. And you, you, you try to make excuses for yourself. And you say, well, maybe this path leads back to the original path, and I'll be, a, I'll be good again. But it doesn't. It goes really wrong, okay? Okay. That's where the Democrats are. You like that metaphor? It's a good one, right? Yeah, it's a good one. That's where they find themselves. And what they've created instead, after all these decades, since the late 60s, early 70s, is an image of themselves as the party of chaos. And here we have the looters and the rioters. And they try to present somehow, no one's buying it, that somehow the Republicans are behind this, that, that... Ultra rightists are behind this, you know no less. Okay, so no one's buying that, and no one's going to say, "Oh, I heard that uh, you know white ring uh, supremacist, white supremacists are behind these uh, these looters," and I'm I'm against that, so I'm going to vote Democrat for this. Yeah,
1: no, that's a lot of blackface they're wearing when I see the pictures on TV. Is Justin Trudeau in that? Is Governor Northam looting? Because. They look well, pretty the lack of diverse.
0: Law, the lack of law enforcement, or thing—it's all laid at the feet of the Democrats. Yes. Yeah, those very same feet that you, you know, that you kiss, right? I right. mean, it's, this—it's a very bizarre thing. So, I think it's going to endure very strongly to the detriment of the the Democrats. When you, we talked before about how the polls were so wrong uh, in twenty sixteen, and they will be wrong again in, in twenty twenty, um, part of it was because. So many people were afraid to admit that they wanted to vote for Trump.
1: To the pollster. Because to the they pollster. Knew, they knew the danger.
0: They didn't need yeah. that. They didn't need that look that yeah. the pollster was going to give him, or her,
1: or and, write down their address or yeah, what yeah, dox yeah, them?
0: Yeah, it, it would be terrifying for them. Yeah.
1: So, oh yeah, I'll vote for Hillary. The conservatives sure. are many things, but dumb is not one of them. Right. So,
0: but that disparity between the people who claim to vote that they will vote for Biden now. Mm-hmm. Versus those who claim to vote that they will vote for Trump is going to be uh, even greater in the sense of people claiming that they'll vote for Biden. Right. When they clearly
1: will vote for Trump. Yeah. And also Biden does not have, say what you will about Hillary, but she at least had a grassroots support system of some sort being who she was. Biden is just some schmuck politician that most people have even heard of with no enthusiasm, no following, no nothing.
0: There was some enthusiasm for uh, Hillary Clinton and she was a woman after all, it would be a first. Um, and there was some carry-forward from Bill Clinton. Yeah, but such. she was
1: marketed to us through the culture for years. So Whatever, yeah. That, there, that, there's a reason for there was, it. Yeah. There
0: was a lot going for her, and she still blew it. Yeah. Uh, Biden is even less uh, appealing in, in, many, in so many different ways. We don't need to go there. I'm simply saying I'm more interested in knowing the mindset of the pollster. That's why both Ari and I feel that it will be a landslide. Even with all the, the fraud That's going to happen. With
1: all the fraud, with all the media bias, with all the lies, it's going to be, uh, and I'm convinced 50 states, you think more than 40, some huge landslide number like that. And bear in mind something. Richard Nixon is historically not the most charismatic dude. Just isn't, right? But the chaos of the 60s, and don't give me demographics changes in America. Voters are voters. They see what they see, okay? And they generally choose competence over incompetence. When it comes to election time, Richard Nixon won two landslides because of the chaos of 1968's chaos and 1970 the early 70s chaos in 72. And he's not even charismatic like Trump. Trump is like Ronald Reagan. He's so charismatic. What's that? What's that line from Pulp Fiction? The one the one line that. Uh. Only has a little bit of profanity where they say, "That must be one mother effing pig." You know, one right. charming MF. Right. Tr- Trump is one charming M M F. and pig. You know, so let me they, and abides yeah. not.
0: So let me wrap up
1: with. Oh, this. and one more thing: forty percent approval rate of blacks.
0: Oh yes, yeah. Oops, people, they they will not abide by that. I mean, it, it is so funny. Like I present that, and and so people are talking about how um, uh, the. the, the Black vote or whatever it is somebody presented something, and they said this is going to be so bad for Trump because I guess it was a George Floyd situation. Yeah. and uh, I said, yeah. It's, strangely, they seem to really want to vote for Trump, forty percent no less, uh, and these are likely black voters, not just black voters generally speaking, likely black voters. So you've got a problem on your hands, and and we just can't understand it why why they just would vote for Trump, this this obvious racist. Uh, you know, I put that in quotes. So, the bottom line is this: I guess they're hoping to make the tantrum so significant that they will hope that the voter will declare, uh, throw up his hands, and say, "You know what? I don't want to risk another massive riot if and when Donald Trump is reelected. Therefore, just give in to the monster, vote for Biden." And hope for the best. Yes, it won't be as good an economy as Trump has delivered us, but at least we won't have all this mayhem. I think that's what they're thinking, right? That's the only way. But it's not a winning strategy. It will not work. And at the end of the day, Trump will win his reelection. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.